0: Welcome to Adventures in Gaming, the show where we share stories of the games that are special in our lives. I'm your host, Tom. Let's put those nostalgia goggles on and let's get started. First person shooters. You know, these games are everywhere nowadays. Um, In my opinion, not as much as they were in the PS3 and 360 era. Now, you know how games today Like It seems like everybody's making an open-world game. A big open-world to run around in, lots of collectibles, lots of stuff. Well, that's how it was with shooters during the 360 and PS3 era. Okay? So, imagine instead of every game being an open-world game, as it seems like nowadays, every game was a shooter. Well... That just seemed like how it was to me anyway. So I never really got into these games too much. Really, uh, there's a certain few that I really like. I mean, sure. I do like playing Call of Duty. But I don't take it really seriously. I... Like, if I have some time to kill, I might play a couple rounds. Or if I'm just bored and I really, really don't want to put my mind into like a big adventure game or anything like that. I just I'll hop in and I'll play some Call of Duty. To me, it's just mindless fun. Now, with that being said, I mean that as no offense to anybody listening. If they if you happen to play competitive Call of Duty and that happens to be like your game, that's fine. It's just not my cup of tea, you know? <laughs> now, A shooter that i sunk a lot of time into is counter-strike specifically counter-strike source man oh man this game is a ton of fun i remember playing this game originally when it was just a mod for the original half-life i remember a friend of mine showed this to me and it just blew my mind i thought it was the coolest thing ever Um, so basically there's two different game modes in this game plant the bomb and rescue the hostages in both of these modes you play as one of two teams a terrorist or a counter-terrorist if you're playing plant the bomb and you're a terrorist your goal is to obviously plant the bomb now you can choose either site a or site b to plant the bomb okay You can win the round by planting the bomb and protecting it until it explodes or just simply killing all of the opposing team. Now, when the bomb is planted, as a counter-terrorist, you have the opportunity to to disarm the bomb. And that will win you the round as a counter-terrorist. Or, same thing, you can also kill all of the other side. So, I played a ton of this game. And the other mode... Is rescue the hostages and it's exactly what it says your goal is to rescue the hostage and as a counter-terrorist you would go into the other side and it's usually in a building and you would gather up all the hostages hopefully without getting shot and take them back to your base and then once you get them back to your side you win the round and of course if one side kills the entire opposing side, other side, they win around, or vice versa. So I put a ton of hours into this game. Not only when it was just a mod of half-life, I put I've put over 400 hours into Counter-Strike Source alone. This is definitely one of my favorite shooters, okay. Um, I remember when Rainbow Six siege, Got announced and i remember watching gameplay for this game the goal to to the mode that they showed was you have a team you go into the house and you rescue the hostages and you take them back to your base that sounds familiar to what i just said right yeah that my main reason for not playing siege i feel like i've already played that game and that is counter-strike like the game is counter-strike now i know i know there's a lot of different things going on in siege there's different operatives and stuff whatever like that. this was my mindset and that's it's my opinion so yeah so shooters definitely weren't as popular back in the 90s as they are today and back in the 90s Going on adventures in games. <laughs> See what I did there? Adventures in games. Yeah, you get it. That was the important thing going on adventures. Now, shooters on a home console were not very popular at all. I don't remember very many of them at all. Like, I remember playing Doom on the Super Nintendo. It's the best version, by the way. Um, But not a ton. You know, a lot of the shooters and stuff, they were mainly played on PC. So one day, I went to a friend's house to spend the night. And this, in particular, night was where I was introduced to a game for the N64 called Goldeneye. Now, this game... Was based off of the 007 movie Goldeneye, obviously. And we stayed up all night playing this game. I had never played a shooter like this on a console before. The story in this game, playing through the missions and then playing through the missions on like the different difficulties and stuff. This game is so good. The multiplayer was something that I really got into. We were trying out all the different weapons. Like, we were using rockets. And what you would do is you would pick, like, okay, I want this round to be all pistols. And that was the... Then you would play, pick your map or whatever, and then all the guns in the map would be pistols. Or you could pick power weapons, which things could be shotguns things could be like big assault rifles so you would pick like a primary weapon type that would be in the match and this game was so good and the fact that i was playing against my friend and we were just shooting each other just having a blast this game was just so much fun we stayed up all night playing this game then one day We discovered a new game by Rare, the same people who did Goldeneye. This game was Perfect Dark. In my opinion, Perfect Dark took everything, everything Goldeneye did and just made it better. This game is just so much better. Now, I like the story in golden I'm more than i do in perfect dark i think i just have more of a connection to it than i did with the perfect dark story but this game allowed you to do so many different things that i don't remember being able to do before on a multiplayer type game like this for a console uh one of the things i remember it letting you do you could customize your character and i thought that was a big deal um because instead of just picking a random person or having the game randomly assign you a character and then you just play, you get to customize your character. Now, when I say customize, this game would let you pick a body and it would let you pick a head. So you could put my character was in like a brown trench coat and I had like a gas mask on that was my character and what was really, really cool about this game is you could save your file on a memory card for the n64 so essentially what you could do in my group of friends we all had like our own character right i would take my memory card and play perfect dark while i was at home with my character and get good stats and get more just i guess you would call them achievements because if you would do certain things in around you would get these stars and the stars would be different colors. And it was very important to us to get these stars. Like we, we were really all about it. And so I'm doing all this stuff at home. And then when we would get together for the weekend or whatever, I would take my memory card, load up my character. And then we would all have our own character with all our own stats and everything all right there from our controller. It was so cool to be able to do this uh, so we could do our own thing on our own and still play our same character. It was great. Also, instead of picking just a type of weapon, so instead of picking, hey, I want this to be pistols, this power weapons, this rockets, you know, whatever, you could customize every single weapon you want in the map. And how we would do it we would assign each of us two slots in the weapons, okay? The, there were eight slots, and we would assign each each of us a number. So I might be numbers one and two. The next friend might be three and four. Next friend might be five and six. Next friend, seven and eight. And we would all pick two weapons. We could pick any weapon we wanted. Now, there were sometime once we realized... uh how broken some of the weapons were. We uh, we did limit certain weapons. We would say, nah, none of these weapons this round, you know, but we could, there was lots of other weapons to pick. So I could pick like a pistol and a remote mine, or I could pick a machine gun and a rocket launcher. You know, you could do whatever you wanted. And what was also really cool, all four of us together, we could play these modes called challenges and we would play against, um, basically bots, computer players. This game called them Sims. Okay. And it was just so cool, so much fun and just so chaotic at times. And it, I remember playing this game so much with my friends and it was, we had such a blast playing this game. Like, like, Oh my goodness, when Perfect Dark was coming out for the 360, Perfect Dark Zero, I remember being so excited for this stinking game. And for it to be the letdown that it was is really heartbreaking, you know? But anyway, Perfect Dark, in my opinion, is 100% superior to Goldeneye. And it even has some of the levels from Goldeneye in it. Now, they didn't call it the exact same levels. Now, in Goldeneye, you would have the Facility. And then Perfect Dark, they would call it the Felicity. It's just little play on words so they could actually use the assets from that game and not get in trouble for it. At least that's what I think. I don't know. Now, Perfect Dark is also the first game I remember playing that used the N64 expansion pack. Now, you didn't have to have the expansion pack to play the multiplayer, but if you wanted to play the story and stuff, you needed the expansion pack. Okay. And what the expansion pack would do to your N64 it would it basically expand the memory. And I think it gave you like a, a whopping four megabytes of memory. <laughs> and it it's nothing compared to what even just standard laptops have nowadays. Heck, my phone probably has more memory than the N64. But this was the coolest thing, you know? Now, I think my absolute favorite memory of playing Perfect Dark came when I worked at KFC Taco Bell. Okay? My friend and I worked on Easter... And if you've ever worked a fast food place on Easter, you know just how slow it is. You're going to get an order here and there, but most of the day is usually spent like cleaning or whatever. Not us, though, because we were young, and this is what we did. We brought a small TV into work my n64 and perfect dark and this is pretty much what we did all day and i will never forget doing this because the manager coming over and be like what are you guys doing Nah, we're playing perfect dark are you guys gonna do some work no we're busy (laughs) i don't recommend doing this you could get in a lot of trouble but Our manager was surprisingly cool with it. (laughs) And we had a ton of fun. And that's what we did all day. Now, if there were orders or something, we would do it. We would still kind of do our jobs, but we were more concerned with playing Perfect Dark. I will never forget doing this. It's one of my favorite memories I have of playing this game. And it's just something I, I will never forget. You know, it's this game definitely definitely has a special place in my heart i love this game and just talking about it makes me want to play it you know huh well have you ever done anything like this i would really love to hear your stories you know follow me at adventure noodle over on twitter and make sure you click on the link to join my discord as well. So we can share stories there too. Okay. So I hope you liked my story today and until next time, catch you later.